This is the Bloggist Podcast, a new type of podcast here to connect brands and influencers in a way that has never existed. This is the podcast where brands and influencers can come together to synergize worthy opportunities to reach new audiences and new heights. We'll interview both influencers and brands to talk about quitting the nine to five, building up your base one connection at a time, and what brands should know about your audience in order to leverage theirs. Brands meet influencers, influencers meet brands. This is the Bloggist Podcast. Happy Tuesday, everyone. We can't believe that we've made it to the seventh episode of this season. Over the past few weeks, we've had the chance to talk to some truly inspiring influencers and entrepreneurs as we've walked through strategic best practices to help you as a marketer, social media specialist, and influencer grow your online channels and build a community that trusts you. All of these episodes have gotten us to this place, episode seven. I can't believe it. That is so much incredible knowledge that I'm certain you will use this episode as a resource for months to come, whether you are a social media marketer or influencer. In today's episode, you'll hear from Beth Teague, the head of social media at Hotel Tonight, which is a leading mobile application and website for booking hotels worldwide. She has more than 15 years of experience in social media marketing with previous roles in the education and financial service industries. In this episode, we dive into some points that I know, whether you are a business that is better trying to understand how to test and implement influencer marketing into your larger marketing strategy, or if you're a digital influencer that wants to learn more about what businesses think of you pitching them, you'll pull a piece of insight that I know will help you tremendously. We'll dive into topics like how to define the success of a digital influencer campaign, what Beth looks for when it comes to influencers pitching her, and so much more. Trust me, you'll want to have your pen and paper out for this one. Let's go to the episode. Well, Beth, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'd love if you could introduce yourself and describe a little bit about your professional career and how you've gotten to where you are today. Sure. Well, I currently manage social media for Hotel Tonight, which is a leading booking app for hotels across the world, primarily on mobile, but also available on desktop and mobile web. And then in that role, I do all things social from our day-to-day content to partnering with other members of the marketing team to working with influencers. So anything related to social content, social channels, all falls to me. I've been there for about a year and a half. Prior to that, I've been in communications in some form or fashion for my entire career, spanning almost 20 years now, which makes me sound ancient. But I like to say uh, seasoned rather than old starting way back in the day of doing more traditional PR for small organizations and agencies and segueing into more industry-specific, working more in higher education and financial services before I made the switch to tech. So currently based in San Francisco, but have had my career in North Carolina as well, and have been in San Francisco for the past 12 years. It's really tremendous, I think, all of us as we think where we are now and how social media has impacted our careers. Thinking back to 15 years ago when you began your career, you probably would have never imagined that today you were the head of social media for a leading innovative hotel slash tech business. So it's crazy what can change even over the course of three to four years. Exactly. I mean, when I started my career, literally social media was not even a thing. The internet was barely a thing, which again, sounds so archaic. That was back in 2000, and the internet was still really new at that time. So I was spending my days working with journalists via fax, um, sending invitations through snail mail, some email as well, but certainly not the digital focus that we have today. And I like to say that as my career has evolved, it's not the work that has changed, it's just the platform. So whether I was dealing with traditional media back then, moving into working with bloggers, 
you know, around the 2010, 2011 mark, and now into more social media influencers. It's all the same work and really all the same strategy, but their media has changed as has ours and how we approach working with those people has changed as, as a result. And so as someone who's kind of been in this industry for over 10 years, I'd love to learn a little bit more about when you started noticing that influencer marketing was truly a powerful way to connect with potential customers and potential users of Hotel Tonight as a service. It was around that 2010 mark, as I mentioned. I actually was a blogger myself, though. I did not know that. Yes, totally just for fun. Had a food blog that I loved. And I was actually part of a now defunct food blogging community called Food Buzz. But it was sort of the OG blogging community for people to connect and share blog content. And they were at first independently owned, but then later acquired by a company called Federated Media. And I, at the time, uh, was a, a community member of Food Buzz. So I you know, shared content with other people, followed other blogs through this community, participated in their community programs. So like product testing and things like that. And it was just really fun. There were certainly higher level people who used that as an income stream. I was doing it just for fun and loved being a part of that community. And so around 2010, I actually saw that they were hiring and decided to make a career shift to work in that space. Again, before that, I was working in very traditional media, working in education that was really more driven by print ads, radio ads, things like that not as much of a focus at that time on using digital channels or influencers to acquire new users, to get the word out, et cetera. So for me, it was it was through that conscious shift, not only in my career, but also noticing how much momentum all of these people that I was following on Food Buzz and on their blogs had in the marketing space. They are were very influential by that, uh, certainly influencers in their own regard. And at that time, really using their blogs as a mean for influence. When I joined Federated Media and started working with these bloggers in a business capacity, slowly started to realize that brands were very hungry to work with them and work with them on all platforms. So whereas it originally started on, hey, we'd like you to do a sponsored blog post talking about XYZ product, as Pinterest came um, to be, as Twitter was continuing to grow, as Instagram eventually evolved. Again, going back to that concept of it wasn't necessarily that the work was changing. It was more the media where these people were connecting with their audiences. The platforms had diversified. Correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. And as we continued to work with these influencers where we saw the biggest impact was when there was a scaled capacity. So really looking at not just, you know, Jane Smith, who has 2 million followers on Pinterest or Instagram, but really looking at Jane as sort of the the headliner of this campaign and looking at what we at the time called long tail bloggers or now maybe micro influencers or nano influencers to kind of cement that position and have a, a scalable opportunity. So if brand A is really wanting to work with Jane saying, hey, you can work with Jane, but also if we add on this long tail or micro influencer element, you're going to get far greater reach, additional content, and really have that scale that you're looking for. So it sounds like I think bringing it back to the beginning phases of your relationship with influencer marketing, and I hear I hear this actually from a lot of influencer marketers who have really, they see it being a, a phenomenal way to potentially work with someone who is essentially a gatekeeper to your potential customers. You have that firsthand experience of just how impactful social media can be from a personal level. And it's kind of been a guiding light throughout the course of your career as you really look to influencers as a way to not only, as I said, you know, kind of introduce Hotel Tonight to potential new customers, but also scale your social media activations too. Correct. It's a huge opportunity for us to expand our reach. We've been around for eight years, and we certainly have a core customer base that is very passionate about us, certainly spreads word of mouth. 
we do all the traditional marketing in terms of digital and out of home and things like that. But when it comes down to reaching new customers, influencer marketing is so important to us because of that advocacy angle. And also being in a a space where it's competitive, it's a competitive landscape. We're definitely a challenger brand up against a lot of really big players in terms of like both brand equity and marketing spend. And so matching our needs to people who love to travel, love the ease of a digital app or mobile first experience to plan that travel is a natural fit for us, particularly as we delve into different verticals. Everybody travels. So whether you're a food influencer who's traveling to a new city to you know, explore the restaurant scene, if you're a fashion influencer who's going for a fashion week in a particular city, if you're a family influencer who's you know scheduling trips for your kids, there's a real opportunity for us to get that message out to a broader customer base than we may be reaching through traditional marketing. The world of social media, it's, it's endless. And being able to kind of identify the people that you want to potentially connect with and find those, the food bloggers and the lifestyle influencers who connect with those people every single day, building out scalable long-term partnerships with them is such a fantastic way to really connect with them in a deeper level. And so with that too, I'd love to kind of understand. So it sounds like influencer marketing really is, is a, a big part of the marketing team at large and your overall marketing strategy. And I, I know of many people that I, I talk to and I've talked to in the past, sometimes the influencer marketing team sits more so on the traditional PR team and doesn't necessarily sit um, as hand in hand with the social media marketing team. And I kind of love to learn more about like why influencer marketing, you see it as such an integral part of social media strategy at large. And a little bit more just about, you know, as Hotel Tonight has really started to identify influencers as a key part of your marketing strategy, how has that kind of relationship unfolded throughout the past few years? Sure. So as I mentioned, I've been at Hotel Tonight for about a year and a half. Prior to that, our influencer strategy was much more like you talked about. I actually report to our head of comms, so am technically a part of the PR team, but we ladder up to marketing. Um, we, We sit in marketing as a whole. But prior to my coming on board, it was much more of a traditional, I would say, product trial PR approach where it was like, hey, we'd love for you to try Hotel Tonight. Here's a coupon to book a, a night, you know, please post about it. No formal contract, no, you know, curation of content. It was really just like, hey, Julian, it looks like you love to travel and we want you to try hotel tonight. When I came on board, what I really wanted to do was to use our influencer strategy to curate content that illustrates various use cases for the app. As I mentioned, everybody travels. Everybody at some point or another needs to stay in a hotel or or chooses a hotel over other means of accommodation. And the way we use influencers today is to help illustrate all of those cases. So aside from the verticals that I mentioned earlier, it could be like maybe you're someone who travels for business and instead of staying in the very like static chain hotel that your colleagues are staying in, you want to find something that is more bespoke or curated to you as someone who loves boutique hotels. Maybe you're someone who is a last-minute traveler. That's how Hotel Tonight was founded. It's certainly still a big part of our business, though you can book in advance now. But if you're someone who loves leaving everything to the last minute and loves scoring a great deal as sort of a reward for waiting, that's a use case that we use all the time. If you're someone who lives in a big city but commutes from a suburban area or does a lot of staycations, I mean, New York is a great example of this, of people who have so much to discover in their own city that they almost never need to leave, that's a great use case for us. So what we've really tried to do in building out our program is certainly still focus on the reach of our partners, the verticals that they fall into, but also try to identify people who can help us bring those use cases to life and plant the seed for their followers that Hotel Tonight is a great option when you're traveling at any point, but particularly if you're traveling um, in this particular style or for this particular reason. 
So it sounds like in terms of your greater social strategy and how influencers tie into it, you as a business have really identified personas or what a potential customer could look like. And honestly, everyone travels, but understanding if I'm a 25-year-old female, who do I follow on social media? And then looking to work with those influencers who, you know, maybe they follow women who are very focused on lifestyle content and working with those women as it pertains to whatever travel that they're doing or whatever work travel that they're doing. So identifying who that potential persona follows and then working with them in a more strategic way. Correct. Less so sometimes about digging into you as a potential customer persona, though we do certainly look at if, again, if if I see that your audience is primarily women living in New York and Chicago, and that overlaps with our customer segment, that's certainly something we look at. But one of our goals is also to have you as an influencer or content creator create content that we can repurpose to package to our audience as well. So again, if you're someone who is using the app in a particular way, going to a particular destination, and that aligns with our current campaign goals or marketing goals, that's a natural fit for us because we're taking what you've done on your channel, repurposing it on ours and and sort of getting double use out of the content and really helping our followers also see themselves in that same way. So we're getting your reach and your audience to introduce you to the app, but then also reinforcing to our audience that's already invested, hopefully is already a customer, that, hey, this person used the app in this way. You're probably wanting to do that too. So here's how you can open up the app and do that. And with that, I know a project that you and I worked on together um, was one with Lydia Hudgens. And I know you you as a team were really focusing on diversifying the portfolio of influencers you are working with. And I think in the world of social media, when I see a business works with someone who looks like me, I'm now subconsciously infinitely more interested in wanting to work with that business because I see someone that looks like me. So I really love that strategy of working with a wide assortment of creators as a way to kind of repurpose content because now what I see as a follower of Hotel Tonight, I see someone that does what I do, looks like what I, you know, who I am and really lives a similar life. And I feel infinitely more connected to using Hotel Tonight as the only service that I go to when I'm doing work travel, when I'm doing vacation travel. Right. And if I can talk a minute about Lydia. Yes. The partnership with her is so fantastic on many levels. Uh, We've worked with Um, for quite a while now. And how that came to be is she is an authentic Hotel Tonight customer and just organically shouted us out through her Instagram stories of like, I use Hotel Tonight. I book hotels because I'm a content creator. I have a small apartment in New York. And so if I need a place to decompress between shoots or, you know, have a place for models I'm shooting to change in between takes, I use this app called Hotel Tonight. Um, I reached out to her just to learn a little bit more about that. And we've partnered on a few different campaigns where she's illustrating that exact use case of like, I live in this city, but I need a hotel to have more space to work on my business. You know, it's not just work travel. It's a little bit of pleasure as well, because it's a respite from where I normally live. And we've partnered with her, particularly around New York Fashion Week, which is a very busy time for people like her in the um, fashion photography world. And they truly do need a hotel as a place to even just rest between shows. And we also tapped into her audience, as you know, in terms of working with other plus size fashion influencers and talking about their different perspectives on Fashion Week and how Fashion Week is a destination for them. So it was an opportunity to really go beyond the initial partnership with her, which was already fantastic, but also delve into a really current and a hot topic in the world of fashion which is size inclusivity and how to bring that size inclusivity into a major event like Fashion Week. So really love that. Um, And that was actually an idea that originated from her. We were always willing to support her working on Fashion Week in particular, but love that she took that opportunity a step further and pitched us on this idea that also became a big part of our narrative during that event. It was a really tremendous 
partnership, I think in general, I think was a phenomenal way to kind of highlight the different parts of Hotel Tonight as a service. And not only that, really talk about how Hotel Tonight is is more than a place you can stay, but really it's a business that can bring people together, which I think was so valuable and one of the reasons why the, the partnership at large was so impactful. I think, as you said, too, um, that partnership really came to fruition because Hotel Tonight and Lydia decided this is something that I'm working on. And I think this is how Hotel Tonight could be a part of it. So she pretty much pitched you. A lot of times influencers, and I get asked this a lot, you know, my perspective on um, influencers pitching businesses. And I'd love to hear from your side of the the table. When it comes to brand and influencer relationships, you know, what is that 50-50 split or is it a 50-50 split between you reaching out to influencers and inbound requests that you get from influencers? And I think with that too, what have been some of the standout relationships that you've had when it comes to working with influencers on a long-term basis when they've reached out to you directly rather than you finding them on social, on, you know, on Facebook, on Pinterest? You know, initially I was almost a hundred percent responding just to inbound requests, just as I got my bearings and tried to further flesh out the strategy. We get dozens and dozens a day, either people reaching out via email or via social, just saying, Hey, I'd love to collaborate with you. And it is a lot to comb through. So to think about your first question in terms of an influencer or content creator reaching out to me directly, the things that really stand out are the people who do put together some kind of formal pitch. And I don't mean like a pitch deck or although, of course, if you have a media kit, that's great. But someone who says like, hey, I use the app. I understand, you know, what you're doing. Um, focus on last minute or or this really great selection, like showing that they've actually like done a little research and know how we're different from our competitors. But then also pitching a way that we can work together. And again, not looking for, you know, a fleshed out like campaign proposal, but let's use, you know, the, the Lydia example as one that's relevant of like, I use hotels in this way. I'd love to partner with Hotel Tonight for this upcoming experience. Here's what I bring to the table and how I think I'd be a good fit for your brand. If there's any costs involved, like if you have a standard fee for for a sponsored post, including that in the pitch and or a media kit, um, it just makes my job a little easier in terms of evaluating the opportunity, but also helps me think about ways we can work with you if maybe that specific opportunity isn't a fit. I know what you're style is or or what kinds of partnerships you might be looking for down the road. In terms of responding to those inquiries versus me reaching out actively, it it really is about 50-50 at this point, hoping to move down the road where we're doing more pitching ourselves than only relying on those inbound requests or, or finding an easier way to scale those because they do get to be a bit burdensome, which I don't mean in a negative way. It's more just the the scale and volume of trying to respond to all of those and make sure we have a way for everybody to stay in touch with us, even if we can't work with them currently. But in actively reaching out to people, the approach is similar where I'm looking to pitch you as an influencer and saying, you know, Julian, it looks like you have a lot of great travel content. Our March campaign is focused on city destinations for spring break. Would love to see if you'd be interested in partnering with us on a campaign. Where we're a little different compared to, say, a CPG company or something like that. I, I can't send you a product and be like, hey, can you wear this dress in a photo? I have to usually send you somewhere to be able to get you to, to use the app and actually take a trip. So where I try to get a little scrappy is to think about like, is there an upcoming trip that you're already taking that we could partner on? Could we do something local? Only because uh, wanting to partner with more people obviously means using our budget carefully and things like that. And so we can't always like send you on your two week around the world dream trip uh, across Europe, but we can find ways to partner that both meet the campaign goals and your travels if it's something that's of interest to you. And with that though, I mean, so you just referenced like a CPG company and a business sending product to an influencer for free potentially. 
I think, you know, many, many influencers ask, how can I start, you know, working with more travel companies or how can I start working with more hotel companies? And I think to your point, you find if it's a 50-50 split right now of you reaching out to influencers, you're probably infinitely more interested in working with an influencer who've already seen there's content on their channels that has to do with travel too. Because I, you need to kind of have that tangible piece of evidence that, oh, wow, they've already done this, you know, this they did this guide going to Morocco. And I saw that that was on their Instagram that, you know, it seemed like one of their top performing pieces of content. So as a business, if I potentially insert hotel tonight into this conversation, I can probably assume that this is going to be a very, very high traffic blog post or this pin is going to reach a lot of people or this Insta story is going to reach a lot of people. So I don't know if this is necessarily your strategy today, but when you work with an influencer, you know, I think I frequently talk to a lot of creators and when they say, hi, I want to try to start doing more travel content, start creating that content because you're not going to just become a travel blogger one day. You need to have that that content to tangibly show a business to then prove the return on what you as a company could potentially get from that partnership and that relationship. Correct. And and I didn't quite answer your other question either, but you just followed up in a great way because I did want to touch on this, that when you talk about long standing partnerships we have and why those have worked, it's 100% what you just said that the influencers we work with most frequently truly illustrate a, a travel vibe in their content that they're creating for us or their, their content overall. Now, that's not to say that let's use a, a food influencer as an example. I'm not expecting to go to your Instagram feed and see like tons of pictures of hotels because you're obviously focused on food, right? But if you have a previous travel campaign, I'd love to see you know, did you focus on hotel restaurants? Did you talk in your caption about how like you specifically travel to locations just to try the food? Like how, you know, does, how do you select where you stay based on restaurants you want to visit? It's, it's not just the the images, um, whether that's on Instagram, Pinterest, or your own blog, it's about the storytelling as well. And the posts and the, the things that resonate most with me when I am just scanning someone's account or looking into working with them is how they tell that story. And how their content helps illustrate that. I understand too that what resonates on an individual's influence or excuse me, Instagram account may not be the same as what they provide to me for a brand. But I'll use an example of an influencer taking a picture of themselves when they're on a trip. I want something as a, a travel company that really shows the hotel in some form or fashion. So if I see all of your photos on trips are like just a view, like in a chair with no discernible background or like in the sites that you're seeing or something and the hotels aren't really there. Of course, we can curate that in a, in a conversation together, but I'm looking for someone who can also have the hotel be part of the story since I am a, a travel company. So I want to make sure that the hotel comes through there. And also, again, in the, the caption or any content that goes along with that, that when you're working with brands, you're actually helping to tell that brand story in an authentic way. So instead of just a, you know, shout out to Hotel Tonight for sponsoring my trip to Miami, you know, really telling the story of like, when I travel, I want like a digital app that knows me and can help me book a hotel quickly, you know, a way that is very authentic to you and your personal brand. Um, I don't want to, you know, verbatim give you something to, to script in your caption that shows me that you are being thoughtful in terms of how you're approaching this partnership and showing your followers that this is an authentic thing you would actually use, not something I'm just paying you to, to put on your Instagram feed or on your blog. 
Certainly, because I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, from a business side, you use influencers. They're ultimately, it, it's a marketing vehicle, but you don't want the the partnership and the way in which the content is presented to their following to make it seem like they you just paid for their trip. This should be a service that organically and authentically would already be something that they would use and put to, like really, really add value to their life. And I think, as you said at the beginning of our conversation, everyone travels. And so as a business, really focusing on working with creators in all walks of life, whether they are mommy bloggers with their food bloggers, with their lifestyle bloggers. And if they happen to potentially talk about storylines that pertain to travel, you can assume that their following probably is very interested in what they have to say in that regard. So, you know, as, as a creator in any, in any sort of vertical, really starting if you want to potentially diversify your content a little bit, maybe you are true to who you are, you are a food blogger, but your following has been asking you a lot of where you stay when you travel. Um, Those are potentially ways to delve into new authentic brand partnerships and work with a service that you genuinely would use no matter what, if it was sponsored or not sponsored. Right. And at at the end of the day, a lot of times we are paying for these trips or or at least a portion of it. And so certainly want to be transparent about that. But also have the content come through in a way of like, to to what you just said of you you always ask me how I find a hotel. Hotel Tonight is a new app or resource or a partnership that I found. Inserting it into their editorial strategy and their engagement strategy in just a way that makes sense. And again, if someone, you're going to tell you a little bit more about Hotel Tonight, because we are last minute, your room is assigned at check-in. And so some people love that because you could get like the penthouse suite that's gone unfilled. Sometimes you get a, a more standard room. But if someone, you know, truly needs a specific room type or a specific amenity for a specific trip, you know, we may or may not be the best fit to to partner on that trip. And so we want to be authentic on that as well, instead of, you know, staging or fudging that, you know, you could actually get this penthouse suite through Hotel Tonight when that's not the reality for most of our customers. So we try to be authentic as well. Or if maybe you're traveling to, you know, a very exotic location where Hotel Tonight doesn't have any inventory. I mean, we're in most countries and cities, but we're not everywhere quite yet. Being transparent about that as well, that, you know, we're not quite live in that city or don't have great inventory, wouldn't be a good fit. Maybe you can only book last minute there and you need to plan in advance. So we try to be very authentic as well and only partner on the right opportunities. That's going to be a good fit for both us and the partner. Fantastic. That's really, really great insight to hear. And so from a marketing business perspective, obviously, you know, over the course of the past year and a half, as you've been at Hotel Tonight, it seems like really you've learned a lot throughout the relationships that you've had. And so I'd love to hear from your perspective, I think a lot of people listening would really value from a marketing perspective to kind of learn more about how you've gotten to where you are today when it comes to utilizing influencer marketing as a part of the greater marketing picture. So, you know, have there been any kind of key partnerships that you really feel like they stood out and have kind of driven your influencer marketing strategy to date? And have there been any like learnings along the way too that you look back at that partnership and you were like, "Uh, I think we could have done that in a better way. And you you use that opportunity to then learn and optimize your influencer marketing strategy along the way. Sure. One thing that stands out from 2018 is that we partnered with an organization called Sight Unseen, which is a design-focused organization that does things year round on the area of design, but they, during design week in New York, um, every May, they do an activation called offsite where it's during design week, but it's not necessarily affiliated with all the official events. So it's kind of like a, I mean, it's truly offsite because it's away from some of the main events. Um, but we partnered with them on a, a high profile campaign where we sponsored two artists to design like a conceptual hotel suite of the future. And along with that, partnered with design influencers who were coming to New York for Design Week um, to attend the exhibit and then partnered with more 
lifestyle design influencers, so whether interior design or, or things like that, to do a campaign talking about how hotel rooms specifically inspire their own home decor. So it was a really cool way to have an integrated campaign that include media coverage because site unseen and offsite um, get a lot of media attention around Design Week. This conceptual hotel suite got a lot of really great press coverage. All of the design influencers who came and attended the event created great content for us, both from the show itself and from the hotels they stayed in, which were all very high design properties in New York City. And then the more kind of consumer everyday design front, those were kind of more curated campaigns where we, you know, sent so-and-so to a beautiful design hotel in San Francisco or in LA or something like that. And they talked about how all of us can bring this design element into our own homes and have hotels inspire us. Where that was really successful is it not only generated great reach and engagement across all of those posts, it gave us a lot of really beautiful content that we could not only reshare on our Instagram account, but also via email to inspire our millions of customers who may not be at Design Week, but who love hotel design as much as we do and can use trips as inspiration for their own design goals, whether that's designing their home or office or something like that. So I think that was a real turning point for us in terms of having this more curated approach rather than these one-off, one-and-done partnerships of like, I'm going to LA for two days, can you sponsor me on a trip? Really trying to align ourselves both with verticals and with people who fit a, a certain profile from a campaign perspective. In terms of any misses, thankfully, not really. Um, I, I think we're, we're pretty dialed in in terms of who we're looking to partner with. I think the only thing where I've felt a little shortchanged a little bit is just when an influencer doesn't deliver on what they're asked to do. And for us, um, in rare cases includes not posting, which is always a bummer. But I think where we have tried to get a little more specific is really guiding people on what we'd like them to highlight about the app. Again, not to be scripted because I want it to be in in their own voices. But again, instead of just saying like, look at this great hotel, thanks hotel tonight, that doesn't tell your followers anything about us. It doesn't say anything about the partnership or why you like the app or why this is relevant to them. And so I've done a lot of coaching with partners in the past year, be like, hey, you know, would, would love for you to highlight like an amenity of the hotel or why you like using the app. Because our big KPI, aside from engagement and reach on your post, is just like, how can we show our company that we're using influencers as a, an additional product education and marketing tool to spread the word about Hotel Tonight and how great it is and all the features and benefits it brings you as a potential customer? That's remarkable. So if I were to say that the two key takeaways from that is really looking at influencer marketing as a part of the 360 marketing, like marketing equation. And so really looking, looking to influencers is an opportunity to storytell and talk about a greater campaign that you're working on and really spread the reach and, and reach millions of people in, in a way that you might not necessarily have been able to if you were working on a campaign that was just on your social channels. And then with that too, through trial and error, when it comes to working with an influencer, it's important to have some sort of campaign brief or a brief understanding, a business side of things that, you know, this is what we hope to see you convey throughout your content when it comes to talking about our business and our team um, and make sure those messaging points are there. So when it comes to, you know, seeing the end result, your team is happy and there aren't any sort of misses when it comes to the, the messaging propositions that they share about your business. Again, we've been lucky that we've not had any what I would call brand fails. Uh, very, very lucky. I'm going to knock on wood or something because most of the partners I work with are very thoughtful. You know, they do want to do a good job both for their audience and and for Hotel Tonight because they also understand that this is a, a business relationship um, and hopefully an investment in the future where 
we might not be able to to partner on every campaign that you approach me about, but if you're someone who has you know, proven yourself as someone who delivers great content, gets great engagement, is really passionate about the brand, has great messaging, and your your post really helps us tell that story. It's just like having a colleague at a, a traditional day-to-day job. Like you build that trust there and you know that person's going to be your go-to when you have a new project. So even if it's me pitching you then, because I know I've worked with you and you have great content, you might be the person that I reach out to first when I have a new opportunity. I like that you just use the word trust because over the past few episodes, I really noticed that that's, that's the one key word that's really tied our episodes together. A lot of influencers really talk about building trust within their community and making sure that their followers trust them. And from the brand partnership side of things, really making sure that there's trust between the influencer and the business, kind of having that understanding that whatever is produced, it's something that will ultimately enable the business to see the return that you're hoping to, because this is potentially a relationship that we can really nurture for the long term. And so building that trust, when you're as a company are thinking about new activations, you're always going to go back to working with those influencers who you have seen time and time again show up and produce really amazing content that will do whatever your business is really looking to from a a return on the investment side standpoint. I know we had talked earlier about um, discussing ROI as a potential topic. So maybe this is a a great way to segue on that. You are segueing right into my talking point. So as a business, I think, you know, many, many businesses, the influencer campaign is done. And they don't feel like they maybe necessarily saw the return on their investment. And I, I think that there's a lot of things if you quite frankly, revisited the beginning of the relationship, there probably was something that happened in the beginning that we didn't totally lay out from a a business influencer standpoint, like what the business would ultimately see from this partnership. And so as a business, I think it would be really great. And I think a lot of influencers would really value hearing, you know, when it comes to defining success of working with someone, how do you as a business leave that partnership and say, wow, that was really tremendous. We really saw the return on the investment that we were hoping for from this partnership with the influencer. Well, I'll preface this by saying I'm very lucky at Hotel Tonight because everyone from my manager, the head of communications, to our chief marketing officer, to our CEO, really totally gets it in terms of that influencer marketing is the here and now. There's no avoiding it. If you do avoid it, you're being a little short-sighted. And so I have a, a pretty loose leash, I guess you would say, in terms of with partnerships, um, still accountable for ROI, which I'll get to in a moment. But I definitely feel the pain of other brands where they are really beholden to prove ROI um, for influencer marketing the same way as they would another marketing channel, like a direct response, where you can very easily see like, I spent a dollar to get this click, someone clicked, and here's how they converted into a customer. With that said, how we really evaluate ROI in a partnership primarily is through the reach of the influencer partners channels. We see that as an extension of our reach in terms of what we get on our social accounts. So reach as well as engagement, looking at the, that in total um, as a powerful metric, because as a brand, not only is my reach a little bit less than some of the influencers I work with, but my engagement rate is certainly less, even though Instagram and others may say that there's no difference in the algorithm. I, I can see engagement rates of my influencer partners as being like staggeringly higher than what I get. And I see that as a tremendous return on investment because not only is their audience seeing our content, but they're also engaging with it and seeing our brand in a way that they may not have had before. So when I look at influencer content that's coming back to me, I use both the reach and the engagement rate from that content as part of my overall metrics into what I report on from an influencer standpoint on a month-to-month basis. But something else that's not as quantifiable, but very important to me is how much content did I get out of that um, that I can repurpose on our channels? We have several partners who uh, in and of themselves may or may not have a huge social following, 
but they are such fantastic content creators that a lot of our agreement is that I will partner with them on a particular opportunity. And in exchange to posting on their channels, they're also delivering five to 10 images, a video, anything like that that's produced specifically for Hotel Tonight. As I mentioned, we we aren't a product. I mean, the app is the product, but we don't have like something we can photograph. Um, we have thousands and thousands of hotel partners, but we can't necessarily be at every one of them every day creating content. And so if I send you to that hotel and you deliver me five to 10 beautiful images that I can repurpose with photo credit to you, et cetera, that is almost the most invaluable part of the partnership because it's a very scalable way for me to get original content in a cost-effective way. So for us, including that in our ROI in terms of how much original content we got out of it for our own channels is an extremely important measure of that ROI. And even if it gets down to like the cost per image or the cost per post, it's something that we can do in a very affordable way compared to contracting out with creative agencies or photo agencies or things like that. And you're also getting that level of endorsement from that creator too. I really commend your your team and the way you you look at influencer marketing at large. I think there's a lot of people, and it'll get into my next question, but there's a lot of people who read articles today. Influencer marketing is the now, it's the future. And we'll send an email to an influencer without really kind of thinking through the strategy and the reason why. And so I, I really, I, I commend your team really identifying this is the reason why I want to work with a creator. So, you know, you think about goals, engagement, you think about getting content, you think about acquisition and probably the way in which you work with a creator and the kinds of creators you're going to work with are very different. If you're going to work with someone who has some of the best travel content in the world, but only has 30,000 followers, you're still at the end of the day going to get that tangible, that, that photo that can ultimately deem success first. If you really want to potentially sell out or you know you want to see significant levels of signups you'll probably work with a different digital influencer so i think really thinking about it from a holistic what is my ultimate goal and then leading back into using that goal to then drive the return in the people that you work with is is a phenomenal strategy sure and and we definitely can and have used influencers particularly you know via a custom link or something like that to drive installs or app downloads it's just not a key part of our strategy um, because we have a fantastic user acquisition team that has that as their their core focus. We are more looking at generating that reach and engagement and, and to tap into influencers not only for their word of mouth and true influencing opportunity, but also to create that, that content that we're looking for. And so when it comes to working with creators, what is something that you wish they maybe did more of when you finished a campaign? Do you wish that they packaged up data in a different way or there's something that you, if you were to finish a partnership, that you would like to impart on an influencer when it comes to, you know, this is something that I think could have been done a little bit better um, when, it, when you're thinking back to the partnership at large. Sharing the metrics in a transparent way is always appreciated. Sharing links to posts, because while I see a lot of them as they go live, you know, there's maybe one or two that I miss. I think sharing any nuggets about the data, because, you know, sharing the reach or the engagement just on the surface level is great. But if this was like, your most popular brand post to date or your most popular post in February, or it got liked by a celebrity, like like something like that, that shows beyond the, the metrics themselves, I think is really helpful in not only showing me the success of the post, but also for me to share internally that, you know, if Julian's post got liked by XYZ celebrity, like that's super cool because that was a mention of Hotel Tonight and their and, and the you know tertiary uh, relationship to this celebrity. Or if it was their top post, or if it was picked up by like you know the, the main Instagram account or something like that. 
those are great things that I can share back with my team and, and, you know, kind of tout it as an additional success. So rather than just showing the impressions and the engagement, really kind of calling out those two to three key points that made this partnership stand out amongst anything that they've potentially done in the past year or done ever. You know, again, I'm not, I'm not someone who wants to just get a ton of stuff for free, but if there was maybe like a photo that you didn't use that you want to like pass on to me to reuse or something like that, if it's good content and something that you think would resonate with my audience, like, but you can't post it because maybe we're only contracted for one post or something like that, anything like that, that I can do, I'm a big proponent of obviously giving photo credit and things like that. So if it's a way for me to further promote you with something that hasn't been seen before, I feel like so much of Instagram now is brands and other accounts just reposting other people's content. And we certainly do it as well. But anything that I can share that is or or feels a little more original to Hotel Tonight, I think is great for all involved. So anything I can do there to further promote you while also getting original content from my account is appreciated. That's tremendous. So what else is in store for Hotel Tonight when it comes to your social and influencer strategies in 2019? So a lot of the same, um, but where Hotel Tonight is a little different, as I mentioned, we are a challenger brand. So we're in a market with a lot of big players who have been there a long time. So a lot of what we will continue to do is position ourselves as just a better option. So you may be used to this option or that option, but we're here for people who want to travel in a certain way, whether that's last minute or booking everything by their phone. Something about Hotel Tonight that really makes us different too is our curation. You're never going to log into Hotel Tonight and see 2,000 hotel options for New York, even though there may be that many options. We truly only show you the best of the best, whether that's based on price or amenities whatever is important to you. So continuing to use influencers to help tell that story. We also will continue to have a focus on particular parts of the country or the world, just to go in a little bit deeper to particular markets and expand our reach in those areas. So whether uh, partnering with influencers who may live in certain parts of the country or be traveling to certain parts of the country, that's one way that we look to boil the ocean and reach as many people as possible while making a, a discernible impact and be in line with our, our greater marketing goals. I think in general, also touting new product features. Our product team is fantastic in terms of coming up with new and different ways to use the app and improve the app. Just recently, we added a feature where you can book multiple rooms at once on a single reservation, which is something you couldn't do before and was a big uh, demand from our customers. So put that into play this year and had some influencers help tell that story. So again, trying to find ways where if an influencer is, say, traveling to New York, but also wants a room for themselves and a family member, you know, matching that opportunity with a product launch, like our multi-room booking feature and having influencers help us tell that story rather than just posting it from the main Hotel Tonight account. So lots of regional focus, product focus, and of course, always an emphasis on use cases. Last year, our big emphasis was three-day weekends through a great campaign called Let's Have a Three-Day. More of that, as well as use cases like business travel, last minute, short trips, things like that. I am smiling from ear to ear because it sounds like there is really a lot of tremendous things unfolding for your team as it comes to business. And I'm really excited to see more of the amazing storytelling opportunities that unfold with influencers and on your social channels too throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, it's going to be a busy year, but definitely an exciting one. So uh, already kicking off in, in great fashion and looking forward to see where it takes us. Can't wait to see. So my last question that I've been asking all of our guests. So and I think this, this, everyone has had really great answers. So if you could tell yourself five years ago about your career today, what would you tell yourself about the world of social media marketing in general? That is a great question. 
so much has changed in even the past five years. And I think what I would say is always be on the lookout to diversify your brand's content strategy. Because right now, um, everything, including at Hotel Tonight, is very Instagram heavy. But, you know, back when I started in in 2010, working in this industry, it was much more about blogs, Twitter and Pinterest. Pinterest blogs and Twitter are still important. But I would say most influencers are probably most active these days on Instagram. um, And brands really want to be on Instagram. So I think always be thinking about where the the landscape is heading and how you can be ahead of it slash diversify ahead of any shifts so you're not caught holding the bag. Where if Instagram, I, I mean, I doubt this will happen, but if Instagram like closes its doors tomorrow, how can we pivot and continue to find great content creators that can support our strategy so we're not putting all of our eggs into one basket? It's great, great insight. I think not just focusing on Instagram, but really also focusing on Instagram and really thinking about the channel where people are, but also making sure that you do have a presence, um, you know, and really have a brand. It's really focused on what is your brand and really using Instagram as a place to tell that story is really is, I, I think there's gonna be a lot of exciting uh, pieces and new new creators that really come to fruition throughout the next year. So I think this was a really tremendous episode and I can't thank you enough for joining us. And so I know all of the listeners that are listening, they're going to want to know where they can find you. So if they want to follow Beth and they want to follow Hotel Tonight, where can they find you? So I will uh, preface this by saying that as a social media uh, professional, I'm actually very boring on social media person, but uh, my channels are at SFBethT. But Hotel Tonight is at Hotel Tonight everywhere. And particularly if you love travel content, it's great for stoking wanderlust. We're on all platforms at Hotel Tonight and would love to have you follow us there. Well, I cannot thank you enough for joining. Thank you so much, Beth. Thank you. I appreciate it. Since you've made it this far, don't forget to subscribe to the Bloggist podcast over on iTunes so you never miss another episode. Show your support by giving us a five-star rating and taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it on Instagram stories. We always love seeing who's tuning in. And for more information about Bloggist, check out bloggist.co. That's B-L-O-G-I-S-T dot co. For influencers, think of Bloggist as your personal manager. We're here to crunch the data about your audience, help you identify ways to grow your online following, and discover ways to monetize your social media channels. And for brands, Bloggist gives you all of the qualitative and quantitative data necessary to find the perfect digital influencers to work with who will help you build your brand and convert new customers. That's all for this week. See you next time.